The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Hello, I'm Harianta Diman and you're watching The Big Story. You can subscribe to our channel so you never miss a single episode. Across the causeway, Malaysia reported a record daily high of COVID-19 cases. Its death toll is also soaring with 207 fatalities on each of the past two days. And this has led to Malaysia's undertakers working around the clock. The Straits Times' Malaysia Bureau... Their white personal protective equipment suits contrast the night sky and their grim task in the cemetery. These undertakers in Malaysia are working overtime, burying the dead. The number of COVID-19 deaths in Malaysia has dramatically increased. In just one month, from April to May, it shot up more than five and a half times to just under 1,300 deaths. The state of Selangor is the hardest hit in the country. To cope, the government will add two new cremation ovens. And as if a death of a loved one isn't hard enough, family members can only attend the funerals of a COVID-19 patient from afar. On July 26th and 27th, Malaysia saw its highest death rate yet, with 207 dead on each of the two days, even as the country ramps up its vaccination drive. 40% of its adult population has received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. It now has one of the region's fastest vaccination rates. But sadly, for these overworked undertakers, it could not have come fast enough. Now for a closer look, Malaysia correspondent Haslin Hassan joins me now from Kuala Lumpur. We've just glimpsed the workload of Malaysia's undertakers. What are the challenges are they facing, Haslin, and are there plans to help this group of frontliners? Well, Hairianto, like most frontliners, they are sometimes having to wear PPE for hours at a time. And this can be very hot in our weather and very draining. But this is something that is unavoidable to prevent the risk of being infected with coronavirus. Uh, some undertakers are also still waiting for their vaccinations, especially those outside Kuala Lumpur and Slango, where the vaccination rate is a little bit slower. But the vaccination rate is now being ramped up, so hopefully they will get there soon. With the death rate still rising, and it is expected to rise even further over the next three to six months, with the Health Director General saying that the number of daily infections may even reach 24,000 in September. Hmm. There are delays right now in transferring the bodies to the cemetery from hospitals and morgues, and crematoriums are fully booked every day, and casket businesses are saying that they are facing a shortage of coffins. So in Selangor, the state government is now adding two more crematoriums to cope with demand to prevent bodies from piling up at hospitals and in Kuala Lumpur, the government has uh, opened a one-stop mortuary to deal with this as well. Haslin, let's talk about the situation in Malaysia. Now, Prime Minister Muhyiddin Yassin has insisted that the state of emergency will not be extended past August 1st. With that date looming and given Malaysia's high case numbers, like you mentioned, what is the government's stance at the moment? Well, Hairianto, it is now quite clear that with the withdrawal of the ordinances, which the government had argued was crucial for fighting COVID-19, the emergency wasn't actually necessary in handling the pandemic. So the government is now focusing on the national recovery plan and vaccinations. 
They aim to vaccinate the entire adult population by October, as it is looking more towards exiting the current lockdown rather than intensifying it. So it seems we have withdrawn all the emergency ordinances that were seen as crucial when cases were much lower, but they are apparently not so crucial now when daily cases and deaths are much higher than before. Well, thank you so much for the updates, Haslin. That was Malaysia correspondent Haslin Hassan.